You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there, welcome to episode 75 of the 515 Podcast. Uh, 75! Jason Friesmer here with John Wayne McMahon. John Wayne, welcome. Hello. Thank you for joining me this evening. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate it. Splendid. That. It's great. Oh, it's just fantastic. That's good. Yep. Um... We're about to embark on a new sermon series this week. That's correct. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to just reintroduce what the purpose or the, the goal or the objective or why we created the 515 podcast. Just to spend time with each other? I was no, that's not it. I was having another reason. <laughs> okay, you tell us why. Yeah, I didn't want to. And for episode 75, it's this is a good <laughs> this is a good landmark. This is it a actually good, is. That's just a coincidence. It's a nice. I was, yeah. yeah. I would say it's a, it's not an even number, but it's a good nice round number. It's a, it's a number of multiple of five, and it's kind of like pretty cool. Yeah. It, it if it was a gift gift giving occasion, it would be like crystal or platinum or some weird thing like that. I don't know. You didn't get me anything. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. We'll just and put this back in my bag. <laughs> But um, this is uh, the reason we created this podcast. Thank you for asking. Uh, this is why we created the podcast was um, to go off of an, an idea that we had. Now it seems like forever ago, honestly. It really was it a was long a, time It was a long now. time ago. It was a Saturday night service. It was really small and intimate. We had a live band. We had people that sat really close to you up in the front of the room with a whiteboard. And you... You had a sermon, but it was a live Q&A. It was a lot of going really deeper. And saying going deeper, I'm like trying to avoid that because it's so cliche. But really, that's the whole purpose is, mm-hmm. is to... to Conversational. Dial- very conversational. Yeah, yeah. It was dialogue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it was just a great experience. Um, it wasn't the right time, and it didn't last as long as we wanted it to. But mm-hmm. I really feel like it was definitely the inspiration for, for this podcast. And I really feel like um, yeah. we're doing that justice and we're kind of honoring that yeah that service through this still to this day yeah we felt like there was something um that was really good about the saturday night venue um and we we felt like we felt like god led us there and so we were wondering why, why god led us there yeah and this is what came out of it i think that's it yeah that's and exactly so right. and, and our hopes is this this becomes another avenue through which um folks are encouraged and strengthened um in their faith and their walk yeah, absolutely we don't have all the answers but we love to talk through it and yep and wrestle with some things. So we've had, we've had we've had good times, and and every week I'm surprised at the beginning that we're, or I'm surprised at the end that we're able to get anything out of it. So yeah, every week is a is a joy for me. Good <laughs> and uh, that's good and exciting. You're not just saying that. I'm not saying that. I mean that. Okay. That's real. Um, so I'm still I w- not giving you your gift because you didn't give me one. No, but, real bad. Sorry. I'm looking around the frantically. <laughs> like, what can I give him? Uh, I got you this cup, ironing board and a pin. Yes, the ironing board. <laughs> um. That's for my mom, just to say, hey, proof that I do iron my shirts once in a while. Oh, you I did w- learn as an adult at some point to iron a shirt once Way in a while. Way to go, Jason. Thanks, because mom listens. Well, mom, he's doing it. Thanks. Well done. All right. Yep. That's that's good. We could end right here. <laughs> but what I want to do, uh, new sermon series. Yeah. And we're, we were talking about Joseph. Yeah. I think we've put a sufficient enough knot on that guy to the yeah. bow that we don't need to go back to him right now. Um, can you tell me, 
tell us the listeners uh, what this new series is all about. Yeah. How far? Like, how does this fit in? Uh, I know because where uh, we're at in the season. In the season, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Advent's coming up really quickly. Yeah. It's like very quickly approaching us. Yeah, it's in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, which oh, is crazy. It is. Um, so yeah, so uh, we had a little bit of a window. I decided to end the Joseph series a little bit earlier. Um, just felt like as we were progressing through it that we had covered all the themes that I felt like we needed to. And so we actually ended one week sooner than the sanctuary. And that's that's not saying – I mean, they had something planned out. It was a little bit different than where I was being led. And so – I had like this three-week window before we were going to um, join back up again with everybody else around campus. Excuse me. For Advent, which starts on December 2nd. And so we had three three-week series that I wanted to do. And so in prayer and, and just think about what was God really stirring in my heart and what would be cool for us to slow down and, and talk through. And the obvious answer, and for all of you listening, this should not be a surprise. Yeah. Um, the obvious obvious answer was to talk about discipleship in small groups um, and to talk about our, our mortal life groups, which is based out of the Wesleyan class meeting and our band groups, uh, which is based out of the Wesleyan kind of method of, mm-hmm. of smaller accountability groups. And so, um, but in order to do, th- to talk about those two things, I really wanted to start with a biblical understanding, a, a Jesus understanding of what it means to follow Jesus. And so uh, that's where we were this past week and, and just talking about um discipleship as a whole and what it looks like and and over the next couple weeks we'll we'll narrow that down yeah yeah so yeah i mean you were definitely talking about um looking at that basic biblical principle of following after jesus yeah let's talk about that what help me out yeah so we looked at uh very specifically matthew uh, chapter 16 verse 24 um, should be a pretty familiar one if anyone were to come after me or the NIV mm-hmm. says if anyone were to be my disciple they have to deny themselves take up the cross and follow me and in the context uh, in Matthew this is right after uh, Jesus asked the question who do people say that I am mm-hmm. I mean this just famous like well known but really heavy interaction where Jesus has the disciples and he's talking to him I don't know what going on fully in the whole interaction but there's into this intimate moment where like what what are people saying about me and mm. and they kind of give some answers and then he says well what about you like what what are you saying yeah and so uh peter has this answer oh you're you're the christ you're the messiah and jesus responds with well done you know uh, this was revealed to you by the spirit not not by you my father in heaven revealed this to you mm-hmm. um and so remember that but but just a really well done thing and then Immediately after, um, Jesus says, "Hey, I gotta go to Jerusalem, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. I'm gonna suffer at the hands of the chief priests and those that persecute me, and, I, and I'm gonna die." And Peter goes, uh, "Hey, Jesus, come here. Uh, <laughs> you can't die. Like, yeah. we're following you. The expectation of Messiah is much, di- much differently. Jesus, do you understand how the Jewish narrative's supposed to work? Mm-hmm. The Messiah is not supposed to die that way. Like, I can just feel that that weight." And Jesus who just congratulated Peter for the right answer now says not today Satan <laughs> and he tells him to get behind him and yeah. then he says these words hey, if anyone's going to be on my disciple, disciple deny themselves take up their cross and, and follow after me so we talked about those words and, and what it really means to follow after Jesus now um, it, did I sum that up well? You, yeah, you kind of sure. know where we're at with Matthew so 
So this past Sunday, we broke apart those three imperatives that are in Matthew 16, 24, which are uh, deny yourself first. And I think that that one is the foundation. It really sets up everything else uh, before we can ever talk about uh, uh, persecution or suffering or or walking the way of the cross of, of Jesus. We have to deny ourselves. As Jesus tells Peter, you have only human concerns, not the concerns of God. And so what does it mean to die? to self, um, to, to lay down our lives so that we might save it. And so we really pressed into that. Um, and then the next uh, part is to take up your cross. They really go hand in hand. If I'm fully denying myself, then I am able to take up this cross and uh, wrestle with the disciples. This would be a really like a, a real thing, not just a metaphor. Uh, all the disciples are going to be killed. Oh, that's absolutely true, yeah. Um, or most, most all of them hearing this are probably killed. Some of them even crucified. Yeah. Uh, when Jesus speaks these words and days later is actually carrying a cross and is killed, these words would carry some, in some weight, a literal understanding. Mm-hmm. And for for general terms, an understanding of what it means to, to when we walk the way of Jesus, when we walk the path of the cross, there will be suffering and there's a need for us to learn how to suffer. And, and what I mean by that is, is having confidence in the one who's conquered death itself, Mm -hmm. that I can walk through difficulty with a confidence and a peace and a hope, um, that's different than those around us. We've talked about that in different themes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, And then finally, um, what it means to follow after Jesus. And I'll just say, this and then we can we can talk a little bit follow this Greek word um, it's used a bunch of times in the New Testament it carries a, a different weight here that uh, we might miss in the English following like if I were to follow if I were to follow you out the back door mm-hmm. that might that could insinuate all kinds of things. It might just mean that I walked after you right. and I was in one place and now I'm in a different place and I just went the same way that you did, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't, that doesn't carry with it any idea that we did that journey together, right? But this following the Greek word talks about us following like we're on the journey together. Mm, like yeah. there is some intimacy, there is some fellowship in following. And so, you know, like if I talk about, um, I will follow that guy anywhere right right? like I'm watching uh, there's a Netflix movie that's a a continuation of the Braveheart kind of story after the death of William William Wallace Wallace, you know all that and then uh, when Sir Robert Bruce kind of leads the revolt and and how the Scots come back and went and like did you watch Braveheart? Yeah I've seen Braveheart Okay so so anyways parts of that Um, so there's a Netflix movie that's on and I was kind of watching that and and for the Scots to get behind this this king and say we'll follow you anywhere there is parts of being on the journey shaped and formed by the leadership of the person that I'm following so that I'm being formed by them. So the the critical piece of this is that for those who are following Jesus, it's not just going from one place to another. It's not just a journey without relationship. It is a journey with relationship where not only do I know the leader, but the leader knows me mm-hmm. intimately. Mm-hmm. So the question would be, do you, does Christ know you? Is there a relationship there oh, yeah. that's both ways? And am I being transformed by walking with the leader? Am I being formed mm-hmm. by that? He's talking to a group of disciples that are learning and and uh, um, being challenged and corrected and filled and just in amazing ways. That journey of following requires a heart transformation. Is that happening with us? That's kind of what we wrestled out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I've been thinking this whole time. It's like, you know, the deny yourself and, and 
I think that that is just absolutely so hard for people to yeah. first to get to wrap their head around what that actually means, much less to do. Mm-hmm. I have a sticker on the back of my car. It's it's a, a branded sports uh, brand. It's yeah. He greater than I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, it's funny. A lot of people look, ask me, what does hecky mean? Because the greater yeah, than yeah. it looks like a K well, just on the sticker. But yeah. Um, I've had people ask me about that and it gives me an opportunity to explain it, which has been really great. Right. But, um, that's exactly what the point of that is to, to deny yourself is to say, I'm putting myself Mm -hmm. second, not Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or less than first. Yeah. Um, but that's really hard for people to do. Yeah. Um, I know it is for me. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Jesus wrestles with it, right? I mean, he's constantly having to make the decision to to um to put the father first oh yeah and like he's always having to do this he's always thinking about this that's why he spends so much time in prayer he's Mm -hmm. always retreating to be in prayer uh spending time alone with the father but but particularly in the garden he's like can you take this cup away from me yeah no yeah like if if you if if not that's cool but could you right you you could (laughs) right that's not, 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 thy, not my will, yeah. but yours Absolutely. be done. That's, that's what that is, is denying mm-hmm. even not only, not only what we see there is Jesus denying some kind of weird selfish gain. That's not what it is. Right. He's, den- he is wanting to, um, he's about to walk through the, a painful, painful thing. And what he's saying is, can the suffering be taken away? Yeah. And that's an honest, that's for real. beautiful question. Right. And so, yeah, uh, we have a hard time denying even the selfish things. Sorry, there was a helicopter in my backyard. It landed and, uh, kind of distracted me a little bit, but let's it, go. It's late. It's late. And, uh, <laughs> it's we, very both, late. we both just got, yeah. Some of one distracted. of us has, uh, an eight month old baby. Yeah. Now, so yeah, I, he's 10 months old. 10 That's months. Okay. <laughs> we recorded this two months ago. <laughs> so, okay. Let's get back yeah. to yeah. this, uh, yeah. denying thyself. Yeah. And, and yeah, you, had, you asked me why this is so difficult. Yeah. So uh, why is, why is that so difficult? I mean, obviously Matt, it's I, super difficult. So there's a why lot. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why and, and several things we can talk about, but let's just, let's just t- lift up a few. One, I think that, uh, we talked about complacency the last couple of weeks, um, it's easy for us to be complacent, oh, yeah. right? Comfort and complacency is a temptation that is silent and slow moving. And just all of a sudden we wake up and we're like, what have I been doing with my life? Or how, how is our family all of a sudden doing 8 million things and none of it seems to be right. completely life giving. You know, that that's what I mean by that kind of slow, slow slip into uh, that place. And then also mass man, mm. keeping up with the Jones, however you want to write this. We talk about this a lot, yeah, but, yeah, sure. but this, this lack of vulnerability in our life where no one truly knows the fears and anxieties of our hearts, mm-hmm. where no one knows what's going on. No one knows, uh, maybe we, we even ourselves don't know fully what we're wrestling with because we won't even ask it, you know? Like, I just deny trying to process what's wrong with me because I don't want to know the answer. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. So, I want to, I don't, I, at the risk of steer, steer, stealing your thunder for next week, I want to dovetail okay. into that. Yeah. Like, go for it. I know the answer to this question right now is uh, these small groups. Yeah. And having these conversations and being vulnerable with people. Yeah. That happens right, right, oh, yeah. right then and there. I mean, that's the whole purpose mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And um, we just had, we had ours last week, uh, last night rather. And there was, you know, just every week, it just, it, 
it surprises me every week and just doesn't surprise me that yeah. how powerful each one of those and, yeah and we it never fails we have a moment where somebody gets it and they have or they're struggling with something and then there's someone else is like they say just the right thing yeah and yeah you couldn't do that by yourself and just saying yeah i got this but you know i'll right. sit at home and do it and um so how and maybe if you maybe can tease a little bit about what's going to happen mm-hmm. next week you're talking about mm-hmm. the um classmate the mortal life group yeah mortal life groups um how can that help this oh, why it's so difficult yeah. to to deny yourself well i think i think um I think we've we we have no shelf space in our mm. in our life or our hearts or our experience to truly allow people all the way in like and I maybe I'm seeking for guys I don't know I don't know yeah. but but I think that we have not I, let me let me share let me share about mine so um in my let, here's an example in my house uh, we didn't talk about uh, intimacy mm-hmm. in my house growing up mm-hmm. okay. it, like we didn't talk about relationships we didn't talk about the s word yeah. right we didn't talk about any of that stuff and so when it when it comes to um, talking about intimacy or about relationships or being vulnerable or sharing with my wife about how I feel about something Mm -hmm. or like being assertive about feelings. Like I can talk about what's right and what's wrong, but when it comes to like, and I never, like I didn't witness it in my house very much. Mm -hmm. I didn't witness anybody telling the other person they were sorry and asking for forgiveness. So now I don't have any shelf for it. I have no, like I have no way to try and lean into that aspect. I have to try and by God's grace, create that shelf space now. And I have to be formed into a way that I didn't really have. Does that make sense? I think when it comes to discipleship, 99.9% of us have no shelf space to consider how our life is actually living in God's grace. How we're actually walking the walk. Like what it even fully looks like. We know the answer of, well, yeah, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, if anyone wants to be a disciple, <laughs> that they will deny themselves, take up their cross. I mean, we can quote scripture all yeah. day. We can talk about all kinds of different things. But when it comes down to it, have I ever been in a relationship where over the last seven days, instead of like just reporting on my life, I can look at somebody it could be my my spouse or it could be um, it could be people in my small group and say, you know what, like. I'm not experiencing the love of God right now. Mm. And I don't really know what's going on or what's happening or like, but this is, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling lonely and empty Mm. and I'm surrounded by people that are walking. I mean, that kind of stuff, that language, uh, even, even now is hard for me to say out loud and I'm a pastor. Yeah. And so what does it look like to be in a relationship that these small groups are helping to form, uh, this to give us a shelf to give us something that's formed in our hearts and our minds that we now are are uh, shaped in a way that we talk this way mm. with people that we trust and love. And we allow people to talk to us in a way that's challenging but healthy in, in that place. Is that, yeah. How's that? No, that's good. Is that good? Because I'm, I'm thinking like uh, just another oddball analogy. It's kind of my specialty. It's like 
you know, there's there's that ledge that's on on the, the tall building, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, you're afraid to kind of just walk out there, and you're very nervous. But these groups and these these um, relationships you're building make that ledge like a little wider. Yeah. So it's right. like, oh, now I feel comfortable enough that I can. Yeah. You start to feel like, oh, I could turn around, I could yeah. walk, you yeah. know, and I can have these conversations. Whereas before, I know that there's no way I ever could have. Yeah. Admitted or just been uh, real vulnerable and real with how so, I feel about those. I'm going to ask you a question, a loaded question oh, here that's not on the script. Oh, no. But what, here's something the listener might be thinking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this sounds like a self help group. <laughs> this sounds like a, a group counseling, oh. and I don't know if I want that. Well, I've never been through one of those. Okay. Um, but this is not, I don't think, when I think of of that you know you've seen you've seen on tv and movies of what you know accountability groups people in circles uh yeah it looks like it's like group therapy yeah exactly that's 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 what i visualize when when i hear your question um and that's not at all what i experience in our in our mortal life groups um because you know we start with the basic question It, it sounds so easy if it's just on paper it's like you could fit the whole uh, agenda for one of these meetings on a, a single note yeah. index card. Yeah. And it's just the question, how is your soul? Mm-hmm. And it goes on for an hour and a half and sometimes two hours. And we have to change people out of our house because it's like, we all have to go to work tomorrow. You know, yeah. we, we've got to stop this. Um, it's not like that. It's, it's people um, coming through, coming forward and saying, you know, I, my soul is, is good, but I, there's room for improvement or, mm-hmm. um, I do struggle with this. I'm not feeling, you know, but wouldn't everybody in the group start to diagnose that person? You know, well, I mean, we're learning the, in, in the kind of introduction of the class, that's not the point mm-hmm. of the group. Right. So I, I, you know, I was, I'm actually surprised we haven't had that much mm-hmm. of a kind of, mm-hmm. of, of an environment where people feel like they've got to fix your problems. Yeah. Um, that hasn't, yeah, that I can't even think of a circumstance where that is, has actually happened. Yeah. And that's such a real risk and a natural tendency for people. And I think that's where the self-help groups are. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, well you should have done this differently. Yeah. This is how you should be feeling. Yeah. And, um, these groups, these relationships are not like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think, I think what you're what you're getting on to is that, like, you what your life experience is, is not the same as mine, uh-huh. and and the whole point of it is not to try and solve all your problems, right? Or for the group to solve all your problems, right? The point of this is to invite God into the conversation again, mm-hmm. so that so that we all might consider how God is transforming our lives and inviting God into that, that picture. And so when someone shares, um, and we'll talk about this more next week, we're we're going way into it, but when (laughs) someone shares is an opportunity for others to ask questions, but not offer advice, but to ask questions so that that person who shares is now getting the process, how God might be working Mm -hmm. even in the midst of what they've shared about. So Absolutely. that's good. So let me let me talk again about what what makes this so difficult because I think there's two more points. About. Okay, yeah, I didn't want to derail everything right there. No, I think I think you I think we answered one of the things we really wanted to answer about. One, um, this comes from a Moravian pastor that really um, inspired John Wesley early on. His name's Count Zinzendorf. Many people will follow the Lord halfway, but not the other half. They will willingly give up their possessions and wealth, but it touches them too deeply to disown themselves. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah. I go back to that 
the uh, Stations of Grace or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, one day I'm going to remember that. But how, you know, you get so far and you're like, cool, I've made it. Yeah. You know, I'm comfortable here. But then, yeah, to what he just said about descending yeah. yourselves, and, oh, well, I'm good here. Well, he said it like hundreds of years ago, but that's okay. I knew, but he was, <laughs> I knew he was talking about it right now. <laughs> the point being that uh, absolutely, yeah, you know, that you come to a place where it's like, why do I need to mm-hmm. go deeper in that regards? Or you know, I'm 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 comfortable with who I am, and it's it, back to well, what not, I said the it, other day about yeah. John three sixteen. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the Bible, yeah. it's like, oh no, I believe in Jesus. I'm good. Yeah. Um, well, and the and not to beat everyone up, I think part of it is is comfort complacency. You won't step out of your box. The other part yes. is you're so comfortable in your box, you don't realize there's a world outside of it. Oh, that's good and call. so part of our work is to try and help you open that box yeah. and step out of it a little bit. And the last thing I'll say real quick, cause I think we've, we've talked a lot and we've got plenty, a couple more weeks to talk about this. Stuff, yeah. I don't want to do it all. Is okay. that uh, sanctification is difficult work and it's a, it's a journey. And so that's what all of this is about. Following after Jesus mm-hmm. is a journey and, and the disciples are much different later later on than what they are in the beginning of mm, the journey. Yeah. And so we see that. Um, and part of that is because we bring into, even even in salvation, um, we bring into this a whole lot of baggage. And it is a long journey as God by his spirit is starting to help us to release some of that baggage. Most of that baggage is this self-induced temptation to be our own gods. Mm-hmm. And what God, and we naturally, we, I, th- I think I can say this without breaking like all kinds of theology. Um, <laughs> I, we naturally suppress the Holy Spirit. Mm. I mean, I really do. I think we're bent towards our sin nature. I believe that. Yeah. In a way where we suppress God's Holy Spirit because God's Spirit is the work of denying ourselves. And that that's, that's God's refining work in us. And the person of the Holy Spirit is is leading us in direction that our that our baggage doesn't want us to go, mm-hmm. um, and we could say all kinds of different things yeah. about that labor. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it's it's just realizing that and continually um, bowing the knee, surrendering, and mm-hmm. allowing God to do this yeah. work. All right. So next two weeks, this Sunday, we're talking about mortal life groups. You've heard a great intro already, and so I want you to be there live so we can we can talk about this. 5.15 next week, we'll talk about that a little bit. I, I think so. And then um, band groups next Sunday, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we're interviewing band group. Yeah. So a few women will come and talk about, I'll interview them live about what it looks like to be in a band group. Um, both weeks, we're going to have opportunities for you to uh, express interest in these groups and and have some more information for following up if you'd like to join one. That's cool. Yep. Okay, well... I think it's good. Oh, you know, I just want to take, again, this episode 75. 75, I, baby. I really want to thank mm-hmm. all our listeners. Yeah. Uh, and, and the feedback that we get is still... I say this broken record here, but it's it means so much to us. Yeah. We really appreciate every bit of it. Uh, and I look forward to uh, where we're going to go over these next couple of weeks. Because I think just from what... You know, the, the efforts we have been putting into these more life groups, but intentionally we haven't been really promoting these band groups, but they've been happening already. Yeah, a band group has been hardly touched on publicly. 
but I, but they're starting to happen. And there's a lot of really great stories mm-hmm. coming out of those groups as well. So I'm so sure excited. We'll that. Yep. Amen. Cool. Talk to you next Thank week. Thank you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Love y'all. Appreciate it.